Welcome to the fourth episode of the Green Light Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Landon Kaler, and Dave Davis is gone. He's gone today, so I'm, we're all by ourselves for the fourth episode of this pod. This pod, we're going to do a little week three review, and then we're going to run over the AP Top 25. And that'll do it. Let's start off with the week three college football review. I think we all learned this week that there are no true dead weeks in college football. Everybody, you know, this is probably the weakest slate of the year, but there was it was not dead. Plenty of upsets, plenty of action, plenty of group of five teams beating power five teams. FCS team takes down a power five team. Lots of fun. We had lots of fun this week. Well, if my computer will load, we should get started on Thursday. A Thursday night game. Nobody was watching it because NFL was going on, though. Miami takes care of Bethune Cookman. Tyler Van Dyke throws for 250 and two touchdowns. He's not in your top 10 in Heisman. You probably should rethink that. Memphis takes care of Navy. And then on Friday. Maryland, they get down 14-0 against Virginia. I'm like, well, Virginia might get the first win. No. No way. Tell you a tongue about Loa. Throws for 350 and a touchdown. And Maryland runs Virginia out. Maryland wins 42-14. Scored 42 unanswered. Let's get to Saturday. We'll hit all the top 25 teams first. But let's look at Georgia, South Carolina. South Carolina was up 14-3 at half in this game. But Carson Beck, down in the net where it's Georgia wakes up second half. They shut out South Carolina. And they win 24-14. little scare from Georgia. little scare. They don't look as dominant as they normally do. I don't know. Maybe just me. Same thing with Michigan. Michigan, they play Bowling Green. Michigan has not played a real team this whole year. If you're Michigan, whether you like that or not, Michigan fans, Michigan has not played a real team. Michigan beat Bowling Green 31-6, to but McCarthy, he looked bad. He looked bad against this Bowling Green defense. He threw for 150, two touchdowns, three interceptions. How are you supposed to make me believe that you should win the Heisman Trophy, but you're throwing three picks against Bowling Green? Come on. Florida State, they almost drop a game to Boston College, who's almost widely considered as one of the worst Power 5 teams in the nation. Boston College scored 13 points in the fourth. They only only lose by two, 31-29. Throwing Travis looked meh. Don't know how to tell you, but Florida State, if you thought they were just going to run away with the ACC, Better rethink for that. They got a big game next week against Clemson. We'll get into that later this week on a, on the fifth episode of the Green Light Sports Podcast. <laughs> Wyoming and Texas. All these top four teams minus Michigan kind of had a little test. They got a test. This game was tied up going into the fourth. <laughs> then Xavier Worthy has a big thing. Texas has a pick six. And Texas wins 31-10. to 10. Quinn Ewers. He didn't look great. 
Ohio State. Yeah. In the shoe, they kill Western Kentucky. A lot of people, including me, thought Western Kentucky was going to cover a 30-point spread. But Kyle McCord, Trivion Henderson, and Marvin Harrison Jr. said, no, thank you. They went by 53 points. They put up 35 points in the second quarter alone. They said, get this Austin Reed hype out of here. They kill him. Penn State, go to Champaign, and they win 30-13. to Aller throws for 208. Eh, it was an eh game, pretty boring game. Penn State looked all right. They're going to play top 25 team in Iowa. I think they play Iowa next week. So we'll see what Penn State's about. How about Washington, people? How about Washington? If Washington, if Washington and Michael Penix are not on your radar, then your radar is broken. Let me just tell you that. Then your radar is broken. Washington. Go to East Lansing. I know they don't have Mel Tucker. But they beat Michigan State 41-7. to And that seven points was just like, we'll let you in the end zone to save you some embarrassment in the fourth. Michael Penix was for almost 500 yards and four touchdowns. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. He might. If Caleb Williams did not win the Heisman last year, you best believe that Michael Penix is number one. The number one favorite right now. Obviously, they're going to play each other. When they play each other, oh, it's going to be amazing. I don't know what week that is, but that is going to be amazing. It might be like 72 to 76 or something. Okay, let's keep moving. Notre Dame, they take care of Central Michigan. Sam Hardman stays on his hot streak. Alabama, I think me and Dade were right on this one. I think me and Dade were right. Did Jalen Milrow should start. I think that is clear and obvious now. Go check out last week's pod when we did a little starter sit and we both said Jalen Milrow and we were getting flamed for it. They said, oh, we've given him too many chances. No. You thought you had something in Tyler Buckner and Ty Simpson? Did it look like you had something? Especially with Tyler Buckner. I think, oh my goodness, that man was awful. That man was awful. But Alabama was three to three in the third quarter. Three to three. If you're Alabama offense and you score three points in the first two quarters against a group of five team, holy Alabama might be in a little trouble. They might be in trouble. Florida in the swamp. Is it get number eleven Tennessee out of here? Joe Milton and Tennessee lose to Trevor. Not Travis, Trevor ETN. Trevor Etienne runs for 172 yards and one touchdown en route to a, a 29-16 Florida win. Bang. That's huge for Florida. Huge. Especially going to SEC play. Now they're 1-0 in SEC play. They can put that Utah loss behind them. Speaking of Utah, Utah takes down Weber State, 31-7. Oh, Oregon. Oregon, Oregon, Oregon. They'd kill Hawaii. No surprise. I'm really excited to see that Oregon-Colorado matchup next week. Hopefully it stays close. Phonix, 250-3. and three. That's what that's a quarterback slinging that thing. LSU. I thought this game was going to be close. I thought Mississippi State's defense would step up, but no. Jaden Daniels torched them. He threw for 361 and two touchdowns. LSU wins 41-14 at Mississippi State. 
that was embarrassing for Mississippi State for your defense to be hyped up like that and then to get killed. Just beat down. How about Kansas State at Missouri? Missouri's undefeated. Don't look now. Missouri's undefeated. 61-yard field goal for the win. SEC record for the longest-made field goal in a game. Oh, my goodness. Brady Cook balled out. 350 and two touchdowns. Kansas State. Eh, eh. Can't let Missouri come back like that into fourth. Got to shut the game out. Oregon State take care of business against San Diego State. Wasn't really impressed by anything. Looked over the highlights. Eh. I mean, we'll see a lot more of Oregon State in a very stacked Pac-12. Ole Miss. They beat Tech. Georgia Tech ain't good. They're absolutely awful. They're absolutely awful, except for Haynes Keene. Kind of impressed with Haynes Keene this year. But Jackson Dart, he ran for 136 and two touchdowns. Quarterback was running everywhere in that 48-23 win. How about the Colorado game? The Dion streak continues. But I'm concerned. I'm very concerned about Colorado. Extraordinarily concerned. There are 26 point favors in this game. They probably should have lost. They should have lost this game. I don't know how to explain it, but Colorado State should not have been in this game. Colorado, their defense looks bad. Colorado's defense looks bad. And let's not forget that it's going to remain like that because Travis Hunter isn't coming back for another three weeks. And in that three weeks, I think they play, correct me if I'm wrong, they play, let's see, Oregon, then USC, and then ASU. Well, I think they're usually dropping the first two games. Who knows, though? We'll, we'll discuss all that in more depth later. North Carolina, they take down Minnesota. I thought it was going to be a lot closer, but it wasn't. North Carolina handled them. Drake May, 400 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. He needs to really start taking care of that ball. I think he has, like, what, six touchdowns, six INTs on the year? It's whatever. It's whatever. Riley Leonard and Duke have no problem with awful Northwestern. Cameron Ward, holy cow, Washington State QB, threw for 330 yards, four touchdowns. If he wasn't a Heisman dark horse, he is now. He 100% is now. He's probably playing in the top 10% of quarterbacks this year. The 90th percentile is Cameron Ward. Washington State beat Northern Colorado 64-21. UCLA take down North Carolina Central 59-7. Dante Moore had another flawless game. Didn't really drop back that much, but he did what he did. He played pretty well. The last top 25 team was Iowa. They get their 25 points. Iowa City is going up in a riot because Brian Fierce is over his 25 points per game. They take down Western Michigan 41 to 10. Caden McAmara still doesn't look good, though. He still does not look good. Louisville takes down a bad Indiana team. Bad Indiana team? I'm kind of impressed by the new QB. Jackson? That's his name, Jackson? I think he threw 300 in a tutty. He didn't play week one, but 
Uh, last two weeks, I've definitely been impressed with them. Louisville don't look now, but they're 3-0. and Dark horse in the ACC? Possibly. Could they possibly hand teams like FSU, Clemson, Duke? Could they hand them a loss? Sure. Louisville looks good. They got off to a fast start, too. They had 21 points at half. They didn't score the whole second half, but... Hey, zero offense can get stuff done. Wisconsin takes care of Georgia Southern, no problem. Wake Forest takes care of the Old Dominion. Baylor takes care of Long Island University. Did anybody else see that Long Island University, their QB? Do you see his um, his passing form? Please, please tell me somebody else saw that on, on the X, on the bird, on Twitter. Look that up. Just look up Long Island QB. Because that thing, who's a lefty, it looks like he's throwing them things in their underhand. It's crazy. Wild. Iowa State, they lose to Ohio. We went on a rain about this last time with this game. Why are Power 5 teams scheduling a group of 5 teams away? There can't be that much money involved. And now it's a bad beat because that field goal is called no good. Talk about it all you want, but if you're Iowa State, I don't care if that field goal would end. You should lose if you score 10 points against a group of five team. You scored 10, well, they actually scored seven. They should have scored 10, but they scored seven points. They didn't score until the fourth quarter against Ohio. Oh, my goodness. Matt Campbell, which once was a hot commodity, is now on the hot seat. Sue me. Rutgers. Or three, no. They play Michigan next week. Can maybe Rutgers keep that game close? The Rutgers is three, no. They take care of Virginia Tech handily. 35-16. I like that. Tissanian, they bounce back against UL Monroe. Wigman. Is that how you say his name? Wigman. He balled out. 330 yards, Tutty. He's playing pretty well this year, if I do say so myself. Georgia State, I want to point out this game. Georgia State is 3-0. They beat a solid Charlotte team, 41-25. to Georgia State is good, ladies and gentlemen. Georgia State is good. They are good. I think they might play one more Power 5 team this year. I'm going to pick them in that game. Georgia State is good. Holy cow. They're 3-0. They are, I say, the best group of five team. Actually, no, they're the second best group of five team because Fresno State is the best group of five team. We'll get into them later. But Georgia State, they are they are sneaky good. If they run the table, could they get into the playoffs? I'm just throwing it out there. If Georgia State runs the table, would they get in over a two-loss SEC team? I, I don't think so. But would they get in over a two-loss ACC team or a Big Ten team? I'd hope so. That'd be crazy interesting. UCF, they look pretty good against Villanova. Auburn takes care of Sam Ford, Sam, S-A-M-F-O-R-D. Nebraska, they get their first wing of the season. Let's clap it up for Nebraska. Let's clap it up for Nebraska. I'm surprised about Nebraska. 
they finally win. They finally take Jeff Sims out of the game. Thank the Lord. I couldn't. My eyes bleed every single time Jeff Sims is in a football game. Absolutely awful. I hate Jeff Sims with a passion. How can that man be a starting FBS Division One Power 5 quarterback? Can't hold on to the ball. They finally put in, what's the new guy's name? Harburg. 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 He played good. He didn't have any turnovers. Nebraska fans are relieved to finally win a game. 11-35 to against an awful Northern Illinois team who lost to a, maybe lost to an FCS team last week. <sighs> Early morning. Vanderbilt drops one at UNLV. Again, trap game. Fell into the trap. Cincinnati, what happened to seven touchdown Emory Jones from week one? He didn't count for a single one. This one. Oh, he might have ran for one, actually. I don't know. Through two picks, though. Come on, Emory Jones. I thought you were going to be the truth. Florida transfer didn't ball out this week. He did not ball out. But Miami of Ohio, they take down Cincinnati in Cincinnati. How about South Alabama? I was talking about this game last week. I said, if it's close, turn it on. But this game wasn't close. This game was not close. South Alabama kills Oklahoma State 33-7. Oklahoma State gets shut out to the fourth. The bottom of the Big 12 right now? Is looking bad. The bottom of the Big 12 looks bad right now. It's like teams like Iowa State, Oklahoma State. I think I'm missing somebody else. But, yeah, it's not looking good. It's not looking good for the Big 12, at least depth-wise. Is the ACC better than Big 12 this year? Just throwing it out there. Just throwing it out there. JT Daniels balled out a race. I always like to put in a little JT Daniels. 254 tutties. Yes, sir, JT. James Madison, Troy. I thought this one was going to be a little bit more high scoring. I knew it was going to be a good game. I think I shouted it. Hopefully, I shouted it out on last week's pod. But James Madison takes down Troy. Yeah, Troy, they're sick. Excuse me. James Madison takes down Troy 16-14 at Troy's place. James Madison, they might win the Sun Belt, even though they can't win the Sun Belt. They're three and zero, probably, probably top five group of five team, uh, top ten. Uh, they beat UVA, so I'll say top five. Maybe I should rank a top, maybe I should do a top twenty five group of five rankings. We'll maybe do that later. Toledo, they catch another dub. They're probably top ten in group of five. BYU, pleasantly surprised with BYU. I think it's either going to be BYU or UCF. The best new team to the Big 12 this year. The BYU beats Arkansas and KJ Jefferson 38-31. to You know how much hype I heard about KJ Jefferson this offseason? I mean, he ain't bad, but he's not winning the Heisman. Huh? Devin Leary and Kentucky take down Akron. No surprise there. Syracuse, they in a basketball school. They're an everything school. Go there and play a little football. Toss on the pigskin. You want to go to Syracuse? Go to Syracuse. They win 35-20. to 20. They're 3-0. Another ACC team that could maybe make some noise. 35-20 to 20 over Purdue. Purdue's not great, though, I don't think. I'm not really feeling Purdue. But Hudson Carter's been slinging the thing in Purdue. So who knows? Pittsburgh. They take down West Virginia. Pittsburgh's quarterback might have played the worst game I've ever seen by a quarterback. Jerkovic. 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 
don't know how to say his name. But West Virginia, they take him down. <laughs> West Virginia is actually pretty good. I like West Virginia this year. Here, here's Jerkovic's stats. He was 8 for 20. That's a problem right there. 8 for 20, 81 yards, 0 touchdowns, 3 interceptions, 44 passer rating, which was the worst in FBS last week. Then a 10.3 QBR, which is the third worst. Now that is bad. That is pretty awful. Sacramento State, here's the FCS team. They take down Stanford this week. We'll get into it on our upset picks, but... I picked that, John. I picked it. There's a release one. Sacramento State, six-strength FCS team. They take down Stanford. The streak continues. An FCS team has beat a Power 5 team every single year since 2008. The one exception was the COVID year. The streak continues. I was getting a little worried for it, but there it is. Clemson, Klubnik, no problem with U, F-A-U, Florida Atlantic University. Morris and TCU, they take down Houston 36-13. to Look pretty good in the first real game since the Colorado loss. TCU is 2-1, and 1-0 in the Big 12 play. Houston does not look like it. They look like they're also going to be pretty bad at the bottom of the Big 12 with Iowa State and Oklahoma State. Big 12 doesn't have that usually pretty solid all the way through depth. They usually have, get Jackson State off my screen. They just got smacked, 77-34. to Texas State put up 77 points on you. Why are they on my screen? Get them off my screen. Dion ain't there anymore. I don't care about Jackson State. Fresno State, the best power, non-power five team in FBS. Best group of five team is 100% Fresno State. They got two power five wins now. They just shut out Arizona State. Arizona State's bad, but they just shut them out. They shut out Arizona State. Did Rashad start for Arizona State, or is it a different guy this week? I don't know. Can't watch the game. But Fresno State's legit. They are legit. They beat Purdue. Beat Arizona. They shut out Arizona State. They're legit. Kansas. They have a scare against Nevada. See, this is the same thing. Kansas wins by a touchdown, thirty-one twenty-four. But this game was at Nevada. This game is hosted by Nevada. Why? Why do 80s want to schedule these games? They're like asking to lose these games. But Daniels, he plays all right. Tosses that thing for 300. Arizona, last latest game. Well, they want the latest game, but last game on the schedule. They beat UTEP at home, 31-10. Delora. Did I say his name? Delora. He balled out. Balled out. Okay. Let's get into our upset picks. Let's just start with Dade's. We all know Dade. He wants to go big or go home. He picked Western Kentucky to beat Ohio State. (laughs) Doesn't look too good now, Dade. Sorry if you're listening to this. Bad pick, Dade. It was bad. Let's just call it like it was. It was bad, Dade. Western Kentucky over Ohio State. 
Nope, Western Kentucky loses by 53 points. Uh, he only had one upset pick. I got three upset picks from last week. You can go listen to last week's pod. But I picked, let's see, Ohio to beat Iowa State. Check. Ohio State wins 10-7. to seven. I pick, I already said, pick Sac State. Pick Sac State to beat Stanford. Check. Sac State wins 30-23. to 23. I'm just going to say I've been chasing. I picked two weeks ago. Week two, I picked Holy Cross to beat Boston College. I was really chasing that game there. Holy Cross, I thought, should have won that game, but they didn't. But there we go. I really thought this one was probably less likely to happen, but I always got to hit that FCS. I knew it was going to happen sometime. And it finally happened this week. An FCS team takes down a Power 5 team. And then my last pick, the streak continues for for, or for Tennessee. Excuse me, for Tennessee. Tennessee drops their 10th straight game in the Swamp. Florida beats them. Pick that game, too. I mean, some people didn't really see that as an upset, but I still thought it was an upset. 11th-ranked team versus a non-ranked team. 100% upset. Okay, let's get into... The new way peoples, shall we? Georgia and Michigan are still sitting atop the polls. Georgia has 52 first place votes. Michigan has two first place votes. Texas moves up a spot to three. They also have three first place votes. Florida State falls a spot to four with one first place vote. USC, they're at five. Ohio State's at six. Penn State, seven. Washington, eight. Notre Dame, 9. Oregon moves up three spots after a smack in Hawaii. They're at number 10 now. Just probably outside looking in on the top 10. is Utah, LSU, and then Bama. For the first time in 128 weeks, they are outside the top 10. Let's just clap it up for Bama. I always cheer against Bama. I'll be open about that. Bama goes down. It's a nice sight to see. I dislike Bama with a passion. Nick Saban. Obviously, they're good. I hate the good teams. Always like a little FCS action. But Bama, they're outside the top 10 for the first time in 128 weeks. Awesome. Awesome. Again, Utah's at 11. LSU's at 12. Oregon State starting to slowly move up. They're in 14. Old Miss, they've been on a steady incline since the beginning of the season. I think they started about 21. They're up to 15 now. Oklahoma's at 16. North Carolina bounces back up the three spots that they lost last week to 17 after they beat Minnesota pretty handily. Duke is at 18. Colorado at 19. Miami at 20. Colorado, yeah, Colorado dropped a spot. Yes, Colorado dropped a spot after the scare against Colorado State. Miami goes up two. Washington State goes up two. UCLA goes up two. Tennessee, they fall 12 spots from 11 to 23. Iowa hops up a spot at 24. And the only newly ranked team is Florida this week. Florida. How can you put Tennessee above Florida? How can you, like, rightly in your right mind put Tennessee above Florida? Florida beat Tennessee. You don't have to look at statistics, at graphics, at any of these leagues. The best school of measurement is a head-to-head win. 
They beat them. Florida didn't even beat them. They killed them. They dominated the game against Tennessee. How can you put Tennessee above them? Almost double their votes to come on, voters. That's some BS if I've ever seen it. <sighs> Dropping from the rankings was Kansas State from 15. Um, I, I normally advocate for Missouri to be ranked instead of a team like Iowa. I know, for those who listen to the podcast, you know I am an Iowa fan, but I don't think they should be ranked. I think Missouri is 100% a better team than Iowa. 100% they will have a, just like if you line up position across from position, I think Missouri wins a game against Iowa. At least right now, I put Missouri in at 25. Have Florida up at 23, Tennessee at 24. That's just what I do, though. Let's just, while we're here, I'm just going to glance at the coaches' poll. The coaches' poll, if you guys don't know, the coaches' poll is the biggest joke in college football. It's a huge joke. Because coaches, they all vote for their buddies and all their friends and all the people who they want to hang out with and all that BS and who they have loyalties to and how they want recruits to come to them. So they show them the coaches' poll. If you look at the coaches' pool to try to understand a proper, accurate measurement of how good a team is, don't do it. Please don't do it. AP poll is not great, but it's 100% better than the coaches' poll. Who moved up Colorado two spots this week. They moved up Colorado after they pretty much almost losing to Colorado State. Colorado was 26-point favorites. They're 26-point favorites. Come on, now. Come on. Let's also look at Ohio State still in the top four. Come on. Come on, guys. USC, Texas, I could argue Penn State and Washington are also better than Ohio State. No way Washington State, Ohio, excuse me. No way Ohio State should be in the top four at all. No way. And they have a first place vote, which which is a bunch of BS too. How can they move Colorado up two spots? That's that's a BS. Tennessee is still at twenty in that poll, while Florida is only receiving forty one votes. Tennessee have received three hundred and sixty two. Come on, this is this is garbage. I'm just looking at garbage. Like they're just like. Oh, my goodness. Now let's just go down to the other receiving votes. How did Arkansas receive a vote? How is Arkansas receiving a vote? It is garbage. This is awful. And how is Auburn receiving 16 votes? Auburn looks awful. I guess not this week against Samford, but they look awful against Cal. They put up 14 points on Cal. Come on. Wake Forest? How is Wake Forest receiving two votes? How is Wake Forest receiving two votes? They should have lost to Old Dominion this week. It's terrible. Terrible. Let's look at the FCS coaches poll. Oh, they moved Sac State up into the fourth spot after being Stanford. I don't know a whole lot about FCS, but 
South Dakota State 1, North Dakota State 2, Montana State 3, Sacramento State 4. How many how many teams make the playoffs of or FCS? I don't know, to be honest. I don't know. I'm just looking here. I don't really see anything. No. Don't know a whole lot about them. But, okay. Okay, that's the end of this pod, boys. We discussed all we want to discuss. I think in the next pod, stay tuned for the next pod. I think we're going to, me and Dave are going to be picking every single FBS game next week because the slate is so stacked. See where we land. You can pick alongside with us. Shout out to you guys who listened to the whole thing. I think expect another pod to drop on about Thursday or Friday-ish. That's when you should expect a new one to drop. It'll have a big preview and a massive amount of predictions. Every single game. Every single one. Okay, I'll let you boys go. See you later.